Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Jewish Reaction, presented by the OU, the Orthodox Union. This is Ellie Hagler. I'm the assistant director of Yachad. We're coming to you live from the OU Arena on the 14th floor of 11 Broadway, the OU headquarters in downtown Manhattan. Uh, the room right now is set up. If you're watching online, you can watch on our Ustream video site, which is already live, which you can find at NahumSiegel.net. Right now, we'll turn the video around just to show you all the setup of the room for what's going to be this epic ping-pong battle. There is the ping-pong table set up in the middle of the room. I think it's going. There it is. You can all see right in front of you. There's the ping-pong table where this event is going to take occur. It'll be myself, Ellie Hagler, the 1998 Camp Stechem International Ping-Pong Champion of the World, going on against uh, fourth-ranked 11-year-old female, Esti <laughs> Ackerman um, of West Hempstead, who made news uh, last month uh, by forfeiting the opportunity and the chance at winning a national championship in table tennis uh, by forfeiting the match, uh, which was to take place on a Friday night. Uh, lots to get to, a lot going on. we got a full lineup tonight here on the Nachum Siegel Network. We're starting right now with the Jewish Reaction with Ellie Hagler, like I said, presented by the OU, the Orthodox Union. And then from here, we're going to go at 6 o'clock to the Stunt Show, which will be hosted by Daniel Gordon, which will feature the Battle of the Ages, a.k.a. the Ping Pong Tournament of the Century, a.k.a. Ellie Hagler against Esty Ackerman. The results have yet to be seen. We will see what happens. There tends to be a lot of excitement, a lot of curiosity a lot of people who think that I will not be able to put up a good showing but I have been practicing for the last two days uh, for <laughs> about 20 minutes each so I should be uh, all ready to go uh, and then after the stunt show Nachum is going to be here live to do Thursday night extravaganza followed by the spin class with Michael Fragan the book of life with Charlie Harari and then a replay of Teen Spirit, followed by the Hour of Jewish Soul Music with Charlie Bernhout. So we have lots to get to. Before we get into the ping pong stuff, uh, we got a lot to talk about in terms of uh, a birthright trip that just returned. Birthright, as you all know, is a free trip uh, for young adults to Israel. Uh, Yachad has two birthright trips that go to Israel throughout the year. Um, one, is, uh, one just came back in early January, and the second one is uh, in late May. We're joined here by... Nicole Bodner, who's the director of New York Yachad and who also organizes and runs the Yachad Birthright Trip. So, Nicole, welcome to the Jewish Reaction. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. So, before we get into the important stuff, um, who's going to win the ping pong match? Ooh, am I going to lose my job over this one? You might, so be careful what you say. Someone whose name starts with an E. Someone whose name, it's good thing Esty starts it with an A. It's Asti, actually, is her name. So, Nicole's pick. Heard right here on the Nachum Siegel Network on the Jewish Reaction. Her pick is Ellie Hagler, which is yours truly, and I appreciate your support. Um, tell us about Birthright. How was it? All right. Birthright was amazing. Birthright is amazing and hopefully will always continue um, to be. It's an incredible experience um, being part of the Birthright Yachad program. Um, we take, um, you know, we go on a trip, a typical birthright program. Um, we take 24 participants with various challenges, um, learning challenges, social, um, physical um, challenges, developmental disabilities, and we, you know, have some staff, and we go and we tour Israel. These are uh, individuals who are 18 to 26 years old who have never been to Israel on an organized trip and we just go to Israel. We go up north, down south, all around Jerusalem and just tour and have the time of our lives. How many people uh, were lucky enough this past uh, winter, this past December and January uh, to join you in Israel? Um, there were, I believe, 33 Americans um, or something of the sort um, and two Israelis that were with us for the entire time and then we were privileged to have five Israelis that joined um, for five days. Five more Israelis with disabilities? Young um, adults with disabilities? 
you know, five um, people that were either in the army or just Israeli citizens that, you know, took some time to be with us for five days and to share just for us to get to know Israelis and have the, the cultural experience of wow. Israelis with us. That's wild. So when you say that all these participants came from uh, America, are you really looking at the most of the New York, New Jersey area, the typical places that we might think people would come from, or is it really a, a national national event? So it's actually really North American. We had two Canadians, one from Montreal, one from Toronto, and we had people from all over um, America. We had people from Denver, Omaha, New York, New Jersey, um, a few people from Florida. Um, we got requests from all over, and we actually most of the people were not from New York or New Jersey. Only about ten of the twenty-four were. Wow! So this is how do you go about logistically getting everybody to Israel? If you have one girl in California, another somebody else coming from Florida, somebody else in Toronto, how does that work? Um, so you know, Birthright um, <laughs> provides us the funding, and they give us a, a flight from usually you know the New York area, usually JFK. Um, so we all meet in the airport in New York. So it's a free trip from New York. Um, so everyone so once everybody comes, gets themselves to New York, you go as a group together. A hundred percent. So, and there are, you know, some people fly on their own. Some people flew in with family members. Some people flew in and, you know, we arrange for staff to meet them at the gate, but we make it work for everyone. And then we fly as a group to and from New York. So I'd have to imagine that the, the harder part, um, is probably logistically getting everybody from the airport to Israel with the added difficulty of the fact that nobody knows each other um, but once you get back and everybody's already had 10 days touring Israel to build up a friendship and a relationship that would might even make it harder to say goodbye because you've yeah. just had this surreal experience with yeah. all these people and no one wants to leave and eventually when their parents say all right <laughs> it's time enough. to go so the <laughs> group will go. stay in the airport once the flight <laughs> the lands for like five yeah, hours we and stay hang out. we stay a little bit longer at baggage claim you know just say our goodbyes because we know once we get out and see your parents people are going to start leaving um so we definitely and the goodbyes start in israel as well you know throughout the plane ride so the whole flight home is one long so. sob story and goodbye story combination and hopefully sleep yeah. something like a little <laughs> bit of sleep is over i mean probably yeah. soon you probably don't get that much sleep while you're on the trip so um yeah sleep, sleep is for the week sleep, right? sleep yeah. is for the week sleep is for you know the next week you're listening to the jewish reaction here on the nacham siegel network my name is ellie hagler i'm the assistant director of yachad and we're coming to you live from the ou arena in downtown manhattan where in about an hour from now i will be taking on Esty ackerman an 11 year old world famous orthodox Jew, who is from West Hempstead, who is the fourth-ranked 11-year-old female in table tennis, uh, who made headlines last month by forfeiting what could have been a national championship uh, because the match was played on Shabbos. And we're speaking here with Nicole Bodner, the director of New York Yachad. Uh, Nicole, we're going to go to our first song now, which is Hebrew Man. But why don't you uh, tell everybody what the meaning behind this song is? So Hebrew Man, um, you know, it's... It's a song that we played probably almost every day on the bus um, for Birthright. We had an amazing tour educator named Asaf, and um, he really, there's something I learned from him was he really said, you know, if we play the same songs every day, it'll create that more meaningful <coughs> experience. I mean, really have, um, you know, when you hear the song, you remember our Birthright experience, you remember our trip. So Hebrew Man um, was something we played in the beginning of the trip and continued because we also learned um, – Hebrew word of the day, and this just, you know, brought in Jewish identity and just being Jews and bringing everyone together and being a Hebrew man in Israel. So here is Ehud Banai's Hebrew man.
the language of the Hebrew man. the language of the Hebrew man and also Jesus from Nazareth and Maria Magdalene Einstein Jeremiah the Dylan and the Cohen they know something about the language of the Hebrew
And welcome back to the Jewish Reaction presented by the OU, the Orthodox Union, here on the Nachum Siegel Network. We're coming to you live from the OU Arena downtown Manhattan. We are about 45 minutes away from the ping pong match of the decade, of the century, of the millennium, uh, where I, Ellie Hagler, will go up against uh, 11-year-old Esty Ackerman. Right now we're being joined by Nicole Bodner, who's the director of New York Yachad, and Scott Schulman, who's the program director for OU Israel Free Spirit. Scott, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Ali. So why don't you tell us a little bit about Birthright and Israel Free Spirit and the incredible opportunities that we offer to thousands of Jews around, across the country. So thank you so much. So as you may or may not know, uh, Birthright, obviously, they've been around since uh, 1999. This is, they're celebrating their Bar Bar Mitzvah year. And we, the OU, we've been around pretty much ever since the very beginning with them, uh, originally always doing it for NCSY alumni. And over the years, we've gotten much, much bigger. We've taken on a lot of new partnerships. And one of the key partnerships also that we've been having over the last uh, three or four years has been with, with Yachad. And that has been among all of our trips, one of the one of the ones that we really really enjoy so so very much. It's become a true a true uh, beacon amongst all the trips that we're running, and we're, we're very very big fans. Now with uh, another large, hopefully going to be a very large group going again on uh, the next trip. Why don't you tell folks how they can find out more about? Signing up with us to go to Israel and uh, to sign up for those trips. Sure, sure. For registration for any trip um, for Birthright Summer 2013 is actually going to be opening up next week, starting at Wednesday, February 13th at uh, 10 a.m. Eastern Time. And pretty much anybody between 18 and 26 who is uh, Jewish and eligible for one of these programs, is they, they could be signing up. And also for Yachad especially as well, they also would uh, have the ability through Israel Free Spirit. As a matter of fact, anyone who's looking to go on a, on a Yachad birthright trip would be www.israelfreespirit.com slash Yachad. They could even go there right now to get more information and to, to be signing up for more updates. And... We are looking forward to having another amazing Yachad trip this summer. Wow. So sounds really awesome. Scotty, I know you have to run, but thank you so much for joining us, even my, for this quick minute. We appreciate it. My pleasure. And thank good luck so with much. all the trips upcoming. Thank you so, so much. Good luck on the match. Oh, thank you very much. Wait, before I let you go, who's your pick? Who's going to win? I'll go Ellie. Ellie's ah, it's two for Ellie, uh, zero Ellie's for S.D. Ackerman. Ellie's a good man. He's going to pay me later. Two for Ellie, but he's, zero he's a good for S.D. Ackerman. It's now, the show's been on for almost 20 minutes, and no one, no one has picked S.D. Ackerman to beat me yet. Uh, is Esty here yet? Has Esty arrived? Esty is not. I mean, as of now, I'm up 2 nothing in the voting. <laughs> 2 nothing in the vote. So, you know, if we just stopped it right now, I have 100% of the voting. Uh-huh. 100%. That's a pretty good, that's a good percentage, mathematically speaking. You're going to be great. I'm, I'm going to do my very best. Uh, we're talking here with Nicole Bodner, who's the director of New York Yachad, who also runs the uh, birthright trip twice a year that Yachad runs for young adults uh, ages 18 to 27. Uh, with disabilities who are looking for a free trip to Israel to tour to get to see uh, the Jewish homeland for people who have not yet had the opportunity to do so. Um, Nicole, I know that this year you had uh, an incredible aspect to your program, I guess I would call it, where uh, young adults, both men and women, who have had or might not have had their bar or bat mitzvah yet were actually able to do it as part of the birthright trip. Yeah, um, it was actually an incredible um, experience. There were three people who came on our trip who had never had a bar or bat mitzvah before and there were two people who had had bar mitzvah before who wanted to have a new you know another bar mitzvah they felt like they had a bar mitzvah when they were 13 you know now they were older um they were in their early 20s they were in israel and they wanted to have it so we actually had a joint five-person bar or bat mitzvah um a whole ceremony on the top of masada at the top of Masada. Incredible. Was it cold? Uh, was it, it was windy? Was it wind- raining? It was windy. <laughs> we were almost falling off the mountain. Um, 
literally we, it was raining in israel it snowed in israel if you recall uh, a few weeks ago so this was th- it was that time where it was starting to snow and that day of the rain so we ended up we made it to masada um the cable car was open and we but got with the to bad Masada. weather were you able to actually be misameach and dance and sing yeah, we got for up, the bar mitzvah yeah. or rabbi persoff from ou israel joined us um and he came and he even brought us a torah and you know he leaned and um, everyone who was having a bar, bar mitzvah had the opportunity to actually speak. So they gave a speech. Some of them prepared it before, you know, just two minutes each. Um, some of it just got up there and wanted to, you know, share their thoughts. And we sang, we danced. Um, we gave each of them got a bar, bar mitzvah present and a certificate. That, um, and we danced around. We danced around the Torah and, we, you know, took some pictures and, we were about to fall off, you know, um, fall down. <laughs> fall off and, the side of the mountain. <laughs> so, you know, but those of you who are not listening, we're okay. You know, we're all okay. But um, it was getting windy, so then we decided to, you know, move it to another place. But it did not take away from the experience. It was incredible. Um, one of the participants who had our bat mitzvah, you know, called me about a week after we got back to America um, to tell me she was very excited because her grandparents had just sent her a bat mitzvah check, you know, Oh, that's amazing. So, was she, you know, how old was she? She wasn't 12. 25. 25-year-old getting a a bat mitzvah check. So she was excited. So it didn't, you know, it wasn't an experience that just happened and people forgot about it. It's something that, you know, I've definitely not forgotten about. It sounds like a great idea. Hang on a second here. If I were to have another bar mitzvah now at 28 years old, would I get all the bar mitzvah gifts all over again? It's a really good question. You know, if you give me the list of everyone who gave you a gift, I could contact them and let you know. <laughs> to see what they'd be willing to give me for my second bar mitzvah. <laughs> but if you come on birthright, we can make it happen. Uh, Nicole, before we move on to birthright, let's uh, talk about New York Yachad just for a second. Uh, New York Yachad, for all of you who know, is the New York, is the, the Yachad program that takes place in New York, both Shabbatons and events and programs and trips and so much going on. And I know that we're uh, expecting a, a large storm uh, tomorrow, so... Originally, there were three Shabbatons planned for this coming Shabbos, um, but now because of this little snowstorm, uh, why don't you give us a little update on what's, so, uh, what's going to be happening this weekend? As of yesterday, we had three New York Shabbatons. As of today, we have two New York Shabbatons. One of them has been postponed until mid-April. Um, and the other two right now, you know, we're still on. We're making arrangements. We've switched bus times, um, you know, for tomorrow. <laughs> One of the groups is actually going out to the University of Pennsylvania. So the we're Quakers. leaving. Did you know that? The team name is the Quakers, the University I of Pennsylvania. I now know that. Quakers. So you learn something new every day. It's important. I do. There are a lot of things from New York and I learned that Manhattan College, Jaspers, we went to a game last week. The Manhattan College Jaspers, Jaspers are actually in the Bronx. Yes, which, yes. I did send down an email first to everyone that were going to a college basketball game in Manhattan, but no, they play in the Bronx. It was at so. Manhattan College. Manhattan College actually is in the Ex- Bronx. It's interesting. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, yeah, but, it, you know, we're, we're going to postpone another one. We're going to have the other two Shabbatones. You know, we'll obviously monitor the weather tonight and early tomorrow morning. Um, but everyone's still going to have a program on Sunday. So for whoever, you know, the Shabbatones was postponed for, we have an awesome Purim uh, Carnival with YU. Where is that going to be? At Stern College, if anyone's interested in coming. 1.30 to 3.30. 1.30 to 3.30 at Stern College, which Miriam Wallach is a proud alum of Stern College, as am I. Not not of Stern College, as of (laughs) (laughs) of the Sassy School of Business at Yeshiva University. (laughs) That would have been uncomfortable. It could have been classmates. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to the the Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network, presented by the OU, the Orthodox Union. My name is Ellie Hagler. I'm the Assistant Director of Yachad. Um, We're coming to you live 
um, on the stream here from the OU Arena, as it's been dubbed. One of the large conference rooms here at the OU headquarters at 11 Broadway is fully decorated and set up with chairs around the room for the spectators to be able to watch uh, the Battle of the Ages, a ping pong match between myself and 11-year-old ping pong phenom Esty Ackerman from West Hempstead. Um, as soon as Esty gets here, we'll have her on uh, just for a couple of minutes to say hello to everybody. Um, but just an update what we got coming up for the rest of the night. Coming up after the Jewish Reaction will be the Ping Pong Show uh, as part of the Stunt Show, which will be hosted by Daniel Gordon. And then uh, Nachum will be here live for Thursday Night Extra Extravaganza, followed by Spin Class with Michael Fragan. And then the Book of Life with Charlie Harari. Then we'll replay Teen Spirit. And we'll end the night with an hour of Jewish soul music with Charlie Bernhout. Um, but more excitingly, coming up within the next 40 minutes is now the Battle of the Ages. Again, a ping pong match between Ellie Hagler. I'm the assistant director of Yachad. But I think for the next hour or so, more importantly, I am the 1998. Am I? Am I or was I? Am I still the 1998 Camp Stechabed International Ping Pong Champion? It's the international ping pong champion. Just arriving now to the OU Arena is Daniel Gordon, the host of the Stunt Show, who will be doing the play-by-play -play for the famed upcoming ping pong match. Daniel, as you all may remember, did the play-by-play -play for uh, Max Live for the Yeshiva University High School Basketball Tournament. Uh, but here we're talking now with Nicole Bonner, who's the director of New York Yachad and who runs two birthright trips for Yachad. One just came back uh, and one will be leaving uh, coming up in June, and Nicole's going to tell us a little bit more about that program to see how people can sign up, who it's for, and how to find out more about the program. Okay, so if you know anyone um, who is 18 to 26 years old who has, um, you know, any sort of um, challenge where they need extra staff support to be able to, um, you know, go on a birthright program, <laughs> any developmental disability learning challenge, um, you know, social challenges, physical challenges, whatever it is, please, you know, contact us. We're having a wheelchair accessible bus. Um, everything we do is wheelchair accessible, so we don't do hiking, but we do do everything a typical birthright does. Um, we do with, you know, more of a, a closer staff to participant ratio. So if you know anyone who, um, you know, is 18 to 26, Jewish, and has never been to Israel on an organized tour, um, would be interested, please contact. You could go to israelfreespirit.com slash yachad, or you can call me directly at 212-613-8266. Again, 212-613-8266. I would love to speak to anyone and everyone about the programs. We're having one early June, and we have them every year. So there you go. Go to israelfreespirit.com slash yachat to sign up and to find out more information about our upcoming trip. Uh, Nicole, tell us about the next song that we're going to play, which is Rebbe Nachman, which also has a little bit of meaning to the birthright trip. Yeah, that was just definitely another another song listened to a lot and played and just danced, you know, especially on the day we went to Tzfat and just getting everyone in. We're talking about just all different types of Jews coming together. Um, and it's just an educational experience. And here we were able to teach everyone a little bit of, of fun here is Rebbe Nachman.
And welcome back to the Jewish Reaction, presented by the OU, the Orthodox Union, all here on the Nachum Siegel Network. We're coming to you live from the OU Arena, located in downtown Manhattan at 11 Broadway at the OU's national uh, headquarters. We are in the last half hour before the Battle of the Ages begins, where I, Ellie Hagler, will challenge Esty Ackerman, an 11-year-old ping-pong phenom, phenom from West Hempstead who made news last month by giving up the chance at a national championship because the match would have been played on Shabbos. I am getting ready as I am sitting here with my ping-pong paddle and my ping-pong ball, as you can all see for those of you watching live on the stream. We're being joined here by Nicole Bodner, who's the director of New York Yachad. And uh, one program that we're very excited about that's coming up, which is going to be the 27th annual Yachad Family Shabbaton, which is scheduled for May 3rd through the 5th to take place at the Hudson Valley Resort and Spa in upstate New York. And the Yachad Family Shabbaton, for those of you who are not familiar, is actually the only program, the only Shabbaton that Yachad runs all year nationally for the entire family. It's not just uh, for the Yachad member, but rather for the entire family. And there are opportunities for parents, siblings, cousins, aunts, and uncles uh, to also enjoy and benefit from Yachad Shabbaton and to find out more um, about Yachad and what is available to them and what they can do. Uh, is somebody just showing up now? Somebody is about to walk into the OU Arena, and that is Esty Ackerman. Esty Ackerman is here. It's ex- Hi, Esty. I'm Ellie Hagler. I will be playing you in a little bit. Welcome to the OU Arena. I am not scared off just yet, but I'm I'm seated. I don't, I, there are too many people in my way for me to run out of the room. Uh, Esty, you want to come over here for a second? Join us here. We have a headset for you right here. Oh, we have a wireless one also. Here you go. So you can grab that microphone right there. Hey, Esty. How are you? Try not to intimidate Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Esty, I don't know if this scares you or not, but I've been sitting here holding my ping pong paddle and ball for the last five minutes, and you don't have anything in your hands. So are you a little bit, are you a little bit scared? Are you a little bit intimidated? Um, not really, because really. I also have the same stuff. I but have my I'm own actually racket. holding my paddle. Mine's in my hands. Well, you know, that gives me a little um, things that you have <laughs> and could show me that you have some talent. Oh, I got some talent. You just wait. You'll see. You'll see. Uh, <laughs> this is trash talking. <laughs> Esty, why don't you tell us uh, who came with you? Who, who's here with you today? Um, who came to me with is my brother, Akiva. He is 14, and I love him so much. Good and job, Akiva. Thanks for coming. And also my father's here, which helps me the whole way through. Where'd he go? Where'd your dad go? I hope he's not running away because he's scared. I'm not. (laughs) Now, your brother Akiva is also a ping pong player, right? Yes, he is. Akiva, is that right? Akiva. Now, I'm going to tell you a little secret. I have a cousin who is a junior at the Davis Runoff Scholar Yeshiva High School for Boys, which you are there as well, correct? Yes. What what year are you in? Um, I'm a freshman. You're a freshman at DRS. Is there a ping pong table in DRS? Um, not that, uh, not one of that I know of. So here's a real question. We've got SD Ackerman and Akiva Ackerman. Um, who's better? Who's a better ping pong player? Um, I'm I mean, go- you guys have to play each other all the time. I mean, I'm going to have to admit that my brother is better than me, but when we play matches, it's like always sometimes close and it's really nice. Have you ever played each other in a competitive, organized ping pong tournament? Um, surprisingly, we haven't. You have not. Because we are like in different levels and different ages. Oh, different so. age groups. Is the age group broken up like 11 to 14, 8 to 11? Well, some of the events there is it's ages, and then some of the events is there's people that are my age, your age, or whatever. 
My age? You mean like the, the really old people? <laughs> <laughs> so tell us, let's talk a little bit about uh, Las Vegas. Tell everybody what happened. So when we got there, I was entered in eight events. Which this is eight totally separate tournaments? No, eight events. So there's rating events. There's some age events. There's like women singles. Okay. Court. And the first day I got there, I was playing in junior singles, which is um, all the juniors, which is girls. And they're, I'm going to have to admit, they're all much better than me. But it's good competition for me. And I'm going to be honest, I did not win one single match there. And I was not surprised. But it was like a warm-up for me. So I got ready for ne for the next match. And it was a good opportunity to play there. And then the event higher, it was a reading event. It was the under <coughs> 1700s. That 1700, just to, to explain to people, what does that mean, under 1700? So that's a reading event. So when I went into the tournament, my reading was a 1578. So I'm not that um, like far from 1700. The number one in the world has a rating of what? Um, 2800, something okay. like that. So um, they like seed you and you're in different groups. So th the people that I'm playing now is, again, they could be my age, younger, older like you, or even older. And older yeah. like me. Because <laughs> I'm the oldest person she's ever met. <laughs> So you're in a round robin group, which is three to four players, and the top one advances. So I advanced, and that means like you go on to the rounds of 32 or the 16. It depends like what place they put you in. So when I advanced, I won my next match, and then I kept on going on. And this is actually like very like late at night. All these matches, and <laughs> it came far away that I made it to the finals. So now I'm playing like this boy, and how old was this boy? Um, I think he's twelve. You were playing against a twelve-year-old in the finals of this tournament. Yeah, of this event, like there's sixty event, events, right. and suddenly I lost three-one, but it was still like a good match, and I did not get so upset because I still got second place, and this event like over hundred fifty people entered in. And you came in second place out yeah. of one hundred fifty people in that event. That is really absolutely incredible. That's re really incredible. Yeah. Okay, and now the event lower than that, which is the under 1600. So, again, I advanced, and this is also the same thing, like 150 <coughs> people playing in it. And I kept on going on, and it was now the round of, si of 32. And we talked to, you know, the referees saying, you know, we have our Shabbos difficulties, you know, what can we do? And, you know, they're helping us out so much, and it's really, truly unbelievable. And we actually found the person who we were supposed to be playing, and we asked him, you know, can we play? Like, are you ready, or, like, can you not? So he agreed to play with us, and this is now, like, around 1.30, so it's not yet, you know, like Shabbos. So we play, and I win. So that was very happy <laughs> for me. And then the next match was 7.30 p.m. Friday night. So we go over to the referees. We say, you know, what can we do? But the other people didn't play yet because we played because we played earlier. Like those the person in the opposite bracket hadn't yeah, played yet. Yeah, because like they play like 6.30 or something. 
So they really <laughs> couldn't like do everything like just for me, you know, because there's 800 people, you know, 60 events playing on like 100 tables. So like, they couldn't really work anything out. But so then I defaulted and, you know, everybody asks me, are you upset or anything? So, of course, I'm upset. But I love the game, but always my religion comes first in anything. Good for you. Good for you. So, But let me ask you a question. I mean, growing up, I played ping pong on Shabbos. I didn't play – I don't play competitively. So why did you decide that Shabbos was something that you didn't want to play ping pong on? Yeah. So when typically people do. Yeah. So a lot of people ask this. See, so to my halakha is that singing Zemiros – Doing a Dvar Torah is fine, and then going like downstairs to your basement and like hitting a couple balls over. But see, to me, like going to a whole tournament, getting dressed in like my whole uniform, and you know, like everybody's there, and like you want to have fun. See, so to me, like that would be like crossing over the line. I'm like, Hashem wouldn't want me to do that. For you, ping pong is not a recreational, let's have a fun time, let's have an activity. Yeah, like it's, it's a not real, it's what you do. Yeah, see, it's so like people like play the piano or like they do other stuff. So my thing was, was ping pong, and to me, I didn't feel it was right. And you, you, you left Las Vegas, it didn't bother, you weren't like, well, I really, what would have happened? Or, it, you know, you decided it doesn't matter, Shabbos is first, Shabbos is more important. End of story, I'm not going to play. Well, real... Yes, but first, um, we stayed in Las Vegas for Shabbos. Okay. So we researched um, this Chabad, and, you know, like, they have, like, <coughs> a Jewish community there, which is in Henderson, Nevada. And so we found, like, families, like, to sleep over. And, you know, we, and, like, there's, like, a kolal there. So we went to Shul Friday night, and we went back. We sing Zmiros, whatever. We ate dinner. And, you know, I'm, like, enjoying. I mean, I guess we were thinking a little, you know, I would have been playing at this time, would I have done good. <laughs> but, you know, their Shabbos there made so much to me. And, you know, it's really, like, a good l lesson that I did. So l looking back, you have no regrets. Looking back, no. Good for you. Good for you. You're listening to The Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Ellie Hagler. I'm the assistant director of Yachad. And in about 20 minutes or so, I'm going to be taking on Ping Pong Fiend, I'm 11-year-old Esty Ackerman, who's from West Hempstead, who made uh, world news last month by giving up a chance to play for a championship at a, at a ping pong, sorry, at a table tennis tournament uh, in Las Vegas. Um, and we'll be going at it in a little bit. Uh, Esty, just a little, uh, a little game that I wanted to play with you. I have a couple of questions that I've prepared here for you about uh, ping pong in general. Some are in terms of rules. Some are in terms of about just knowledge of the game. Okay. And I'm just curious to see how you do. So is okay. it all right if I throw some questions at you? Go for it. How wide and um, long is the ping pong table? Wide and long. I mean, I guess it's pretty long because there's players that, like, step back and they want to lob, and if the table is, like, a couple feet or a couple inches. Do like, you know how many actual feet the dimensions of the table are? Um, I do not, but I'm guessing, like, maybe three. Maybe. It is nine feet by five feet. <laughs> wow. All right, I'll test you on this afterwards again, Okay. Do you know how high the net is from the table? Yes, it is six inches. That is correct. That is correct. <laughs> how long officially, according to I think it's the United States ping pong rules, mm -hmm. how long is a warm-up that you get before a match um, starts? A warm-up is two minutes. That is correct. That is correct. So many questions here. I don't even know which ones to pick. 
This is, I guess, just more for your information. Did you know that officially, according to Rule 19.5, you're not allowed to play unless you're wearing socks and soft-soled shoes? I did did you know that? I did not. Do you plan on playing in socks and soft-soled uh, shoes? I always play in socks. You always do. Because, I mean, if you didn't, we wouldn't. I don't know if this would be an officially sanctioned match. So, I mean, I brought my official. She'd have to forfeit the, <laughs> have to forfeit the Ellie Hagler. <laughs> um, are those sneakers? <laughs> These are not my sneakers. Oh, don't worry. I have my sneakers in my bag. I'll be ready to go. I have a whole getup for this. <laughs> Um, not going to talk about that. Do you know, I mean, I guess it's fairly obvious that doping is frowned upon in the world of ping pong. Um, do you know who the number one ranked men and women's player is in the world? No uh, age division, just the number okay. one man and the number one I woman. I think I do. Um, number one female is Ding Ning. That is correct. Ding Ning of China is the number one ranked ping pong table tennis player in the world. Um, also, I've met her when my, um, company. When my sponsorship, Killer Spin, invited me to Chicago to play in an international festival tournament. And they invited the whole Chinese men's, women's national and team. And you played with Ding Ning or you met her? I did not play with her, but I met her. I've talked to her, but she doesn't talk so much English. But yeah. <laughs> Do you know who the number one ranked man is in the world? Um, Although, I'm I don't know if this matters to you, but these are the official rankings as of December 1st, 2012. So um, it's about two months ago. Maybe Wang Cao or... No, Wang Hao is the number four ranked man. The number one ranked man in the world is Zheng Jike. Oh, okay. So I have you him. met Zheng? I haven't met him, but I've heard of him. Is he, so Ding is a member of the Killer Spin team, but Zheng Jike is not. Um, I mean, like, she's not like part of it. Like, they just got like, invited to play in the tournament, like all the others that were on like, the Chinese and men's national team, which, are, which were in the 2012 Olympics. So I thought that was pretty cool. Okay, so I have one more real question for you here. I mean, I, I've been talking about this. Miriam Wallach and I, the general manager of the Nachum Siegel Network, have been talking about this for the last couple of weeks, maybe even months now. Um, I have watched a video of you on YouTube mm -hmm. maybe a thousand times. There's one video of you that I found, which is a minute and 11 seconds long. Okay. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. First, you're interviewed. Yeah. You like talking about what you enjoy about table tennis. And then there are two clips of you playing against... An older guy. Yes, yeah, so that is actually Jorgen Person. He is actually world champion. Um, <laughs> He's actually world champion, as we all are at some point during the afternoon. <laughs> Did he go to Camp Stechemet? Because I won. That's an international camp. So does that put me one step above Jorg? Jorg? Jorgen. Yeah. Jorg. Jorgen. Okay. So you, that was just a, that wasn't an actual match. That was more of a, a demo. That was like, I'll call it like an exhibition. Okay. Did you play points or you were just volleying? Um, no, yeah, like we were playing points. Who you know, won? Um, so the two clips on the YouTube clip mm -hmm. is you slamming against him twice and him not returning them. Well, of course, you know, that's what they have to, you know, put on. Oh, so they put that on. You weren't actually able to do that? No, I mean. So do you think I have a chance here? Is no, that, is I, that no. what you're saying? I mean, I did that. Like do, you, like, do I think you have a chance on me? Like... I mean, I'll probably maybe say no. So you think I'll score a point? Malcolm Siegel has said on the radio many, many times that he does not think I will score one point. Um, I think maybe you'll score a point maybe of my error. <laughs> you know what? I, I think I'll take it. If, you, if I score a point based on your error, I will take it. I will gladly allow you to hit the ball into the net, to hit the ball long. To hit the side of the table? Does the side of the table count? Is that in? Um, yeah. Like All right, so don't hit the side of the table. Hit the leg of the table. Okay. Does that happen? 
I mean, you could. Do you spin? Do you spin the ball or you kind of just go back and forth? I mean, like, I'm not sure what, like, your type of pro is, but, like... I, I don't know what a professional yeah. ping-pong player is. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, yeah, but, yeah, I spin. I mean, like... like my, my biggest concern, I'll tell you, I mean, I have a secret that I haven't announced mm-hmm. yet, which I'll, I'll, I'll mention in about seven or eight minutes, but I don't want you to know about till the last minute. But my, the, my biggest fear is will I be able to return a serve? Because just watching the Olympics, mm-hmm. which I did over the summer... It seems like these balls are moving in spins and directions that just don't make any sense. Well, yeah, that is correct. I mean, of course, I have like, uh, well, I'll say a good serve. I have a couple. and You have a couple of different kind of serves? Yeah, which I think they're pretty good. Great. So do you think, would you be willing to lob the ball over? Um, yeah. Okay. I, I mean, like, if the ball's lobbed over, I'll slam it right back at you. Okay. I think I'll check return it back. You, th- <laughs> you yeah. think you'll be able to return it back? I'll be, like, truly honest. So the only way that I'm going to be getting points here is if you make a mistake. Um. Yeah, that's what I think. Wow. I mean, if wow. I don't, like, fool around. This, this is yeah. really interesting. You know what? Oh, man, I don't even know what to say next. I mean, <laughs> we should cut to a song. We'll do that in just a second, but... Esti, I mean, look around the room. Right now, there's probably about 30 or 35 people in here. Uh, we're expecting a, a sellout crowd of uh, more than 50 here at the OU Arena. Um, are you, do you get embarrassed? or Not embarrassed. Not, do you get nervous playing in front of a crowd? Um, nervous in front of a crowd? I, I want to be honest. I do not. But, like, if I would make it to the Olympics one day, I guess I'd be kind of nervous because there's a lot of people. But, like, to me, these are, like, all Jewish people. And, like, you know... There's not so many. As so you you're assuming that you're, aside from, I guess, maybe your brother Akiva, you're mm-hmm. assuming that you're the best table tennis player in this room. Um, yeah, I think so. Without knowing anybody's athletic ability, no. height, weight, ping pong talent, uh, no. table tennis talent, you're not, you're not concerned? No. You're not no, concerned. No. Okay. You're listening to the Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Elliot Hagler. I'm the assistant director of Yachad. And in about 10 or 12 minutes or so, we'll be getting to uh, have the Battle of the Ages, a ping pong match between myself and 11-year-old ping pong phenom, Esty Ackerman of West Hempstead. Uh, Esty, I actually picked a special song for you that we're going to go to now. Uh, this song is Omdos, which is sung by Adon and Dotan, which I actually chose because they themselves recorded this song when they were teenagers. Now, you're not a teenager yet, yeah. <laughs> but you will be soon. So this is Adon and Dotan's Omdos.
Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Jewish Reaction presented by the OU, the Orthodox Union. My name is Elliot Hagler, and we're here on the Nachum Siegel Network, and we're coming to you live from the OU Arena in downtown Manhattan. We're about 10 minutes away from my match, which we have dubbed the uh, Battle of the Ages, which will pit Elliot Hagler, the 1998 Camp Stechem International Ping Pong Champion of the World, against 11-year-old table tennis phenom Esti Ackerman of West Hempstead, who made news last month by giving up a chance at a championship uh, because the match would have been played on Shabbos. Um, are we going to go to the phones now? Are we live? Shawnee, are you there? Yeah. I'd like to introduce everybody to my wife. This is Dr. Shawnee Hagler, who can't be with us tonight because she's actually on her way uh, to work where she's working the night shift as a pediatric neurologist at Montefiore Medical Center. Um, so, Shawnee, just before uh, I only, we only have a minute or so, any uh, words of wisdom you want to give to me? Hello? Do you hear me? I, I can't really hear you. Can you hear me now if I speak louder? Yes. Yes. Okay, so what kind of words of wisdom do you want to give to me, your beloved husband? Well, me and Ava just want to wish you luck on ping pong. Ava is my 19-month-old daughter who is obviously very excited to be watching this. Uh, Shani, very excited for ping pong. We just want to wish you luck. Do you think I'm going to win? Oh, of course. See, now, that's no. we've asked four people, <laughs> and three have said that they think I'm going to win, and the only one who chose S.D. Ackerman was S.D. Ackerman. <laughs> well, that's but, not surprising. But Esty also said she doesn't think that I'll score a point unless she makes a mistake. So we'll see what happens. But thanks for calling in, and I will speak to you tomorrow. Have fun at work. Bye. <laughs> Bye. So now we are just about four minutes away from uh, the battle of the ages pitting me, Ellie Hagler, the assistant director of Yachad, or more importantly for the next five or ten minutes, the genius who opened up his big mouth uh, and challenged the 11-year-old ping-pong phenom, S.D. Ackerman, who uh, is getting ready, about to start warming up, but taking a picture with the press. Um, we're trying to make one more phone call. We'll see what can happen. But um, I, I've been talking about it all day, and I mentioned it um, this week on the Jam in the Aim with Nachum Siegel and also on the That's Life show with Miriam Wallach about a secret that I have, which I'm actually going to announce during the stunt show hosted by Daniel Gordon on my pre-match interview. So for those of you who are dying to know what that secret is... Um, Keep it right here. We're now just a couple of minutes away. Now, is the next caller on the line? Are you there? Hello. Hi, everybody. This is my father, Richie Hagler, who's the executive director of the Hebrew Academy of Long Beach, who wasn't able to join us uh, today, but hi, Dad. I'm using the better audio. Hey, how are we doing? So uh, quickly, we only have about a minute left to the show. Do you think I'm going to win? Ellie, if you score more You're on live. This is live. There are people listening to this all over the world. If Ellie... If you score more than one point, it'll be a miracle. Is that one point per game, or you think one point? Oh, we're playing best of five, Ellie, so potentially. Could, <laughs> Ellie, you play best of five hundred. It's not going to make much of a difference. <laughs> this is my this is my loving father giving me a vote of confidence right beforehand. Well, well does Esty know you're a lefty? I oh, mean, Dad, that's what are you giving away all my secrets? If she doesn't know, all you're my a spins lefty, are going to be backwards for her. She's not going to know where they're coming from. I'm, I'm hoping that you can return the ball and not embarrass me. That's what I said. I'm, hope, I, I'm more nervous about like, returning her serve. Like, right now, Esty's like, doing her pre-match warm-ups. My pre-match warm-ups is having a glass of soda. Well, I think, you know, <laughs> and, and a corned beef sandwich. I mean, that's what you should, that's what you should that's what you warmed up for the Yachad Marathon, so that's how it woke up the same way. Well, that, I was able to accomplish that. I did run 13.1 miles last week in Miami with Team Yachad. And now, now, I mean, my next 
athletic challenge, just a little ping pong match with uh, 11-year-old ping pong phenom. And she's going to whoop you. Well, I appreciate that vote of confidence, Dad. Are you watching live? Ellie, we're watching live. It's a pleasure to see you live. <laughs> it's really nice. And uh, I love your, your jacket on. It's very nice. Thank you. Thank you very much. My but Team Yacha jacket, for those of you watching Yacha online. Jacket. And I really, we're, really, we're really rooting. Yes, it's a very nice jacket, Elle. Very nice. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you score more than – you should play, play – you get this first point, you should really quit. Feign an injury or something like that. I don't know, Dad. I don't know if you can see this right now, but SD is practicing against her brother, Akiva, who's a freshman in DRS. Right. And they are both hitting the ball so fast. Well, she'll be I, I actually cannot see the ball going. Ellie, he'll be out of DRS in five minutes. <laughs> I'll take care of that. Esty, do some lobs. Slow it down. Uh, Ellie, he, the kid, the, the brother is a very good player. He's an excellent player. He's warming up Esty right now. The two of them, it's, it's like watching Forrest Gump. He's backing up. Gump. He's like 80 feet from the table right now. Ellie, you're going to get hurt. You're going to get hurt. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, your insurance is paid. I understand all that. But still, you're going to get hurt. Oh, she's going to kill you. Oh, no. Oh, uh, that's why, Esty, do a couple of those. Esty just attempted a slam and missed the table. So, Esty. That's what you could hope for. If Esty makes a mistake, you'll be much better off. You couldn't hit the ball from that far away. You know what? If you can hit the white line at the end and it bounces away, that's your best way of getting a point. Dad, I don't know if you can see this right now, but Akiva just hit a ball with the paddle through his legs. Yeah, this is going to be very helpful to you. This yeah. is going to be really good. But yeah. like, I I'm not going to be embarrassed if I lose. She's nationally ranked. Ellie, I mean, my, my real question is, if, if, if I were to win this ping pong match, mm -hmm. does that make me the fourth-ranked 11-year-old girl in the country? Yeah, you have the legs for it, so maybe it does. But I can, <laughs> I can tell you one thing. If you can play with a tennis racket, it might be helpful to you. Uh, this is not going to be good. Well, Dad, I want to thank you for joining me. I want to thank you for that vote of confidence. Well, uh, maybe, and I, maybe I will speak Ava, to you after the show. Maybe Ava should come to play because that, 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 at least a two-year-old girl is very good to play against an 11-year-old girl. <laughs> well, I guess if an 11-year-old beats a two-year-old, that's not exciting. That's not Anyway, listen, her brother's very good. He formerly went to DRS, and that was really nice. <laughs> formerly went to there. DRS. Akiva, you're going to have to find a new high school to go to after tonight. <laughs> <laughs> good luck, Ellie. We'll be watching. Thanks, Dad. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Bye-bye. Everybody, we're now less than a minute away from the end of the Jewish Reaction, which will then go into the stunt show with Dan. Daniel Gordon, uh, who's going to be doing the play-by-play -play for this upcoming match. Just a little bit, a drop longer before the match uh, gets set to kick off. Um, so this, uh, we've got about a minute left just to give you the lineup for the rest of the night here on the Thursday night on the Nachum Siegel Network. Following this show is going to be the stunt show with Daniel Gordon, where we'll actually feature the ping-pong match of the Battle of the Ages. Then we'll have Nachum live here for the Thursday night extravaganza, followed by Michael Fragan with the spin class. And then the Book of Life with Charlie Harari will be followed by a replay of Teen Spirit and then an hour of Jewish soul music with Charlie Bernhout. Now, with uh, just about 30 seconds left, we got a message here which was uh, put up on Facebook on Jewish Radio World with Nachum Siegel, which was written by... Me. Oh, which was written by Nachum. <laughs> After watching SD warm up, I think we can safely say Ellie has no chance. Well, for those of you who are watching, Esty just missed another slam. That's two. That's at least two points that I'm going to get now. And I think that's about the t all the time that we have. I'm going to turn it over now to Daniel Gordon, the host of The Stunt Show. I want to thank everybody for joining me here on the Jewish Reaction presented by the OU. And in a couple minutes, we'll have the Battle of the Ages.